Good afternoon and welcome to the first ever podcast of The Essential Educator. My name is Keith Kirby and I by no means am perfect uh, at my job as an educator, um, but I do hope to through this podcast offer uh, advice or create a dialogue or create a communication uh, between teachers that will offer some assistance or support to new teachers, uh, give encouragement to uh, veteran teachers, um, or maybe re-inspire them at times, but also to uh, tackle topics uh, that are in modern day education that we have to deal with on a daily basis. Today's topic uh, that we'll be talking about will be differentiating instruction, and I'm lucky to have uh, Kevin and Scott from another podcast uh, to be able to be here and to help us flesh out this idea of differentiating instruction. So if you are ready or excited about uh, education or just want to have a few laughs, Please t- keep listening and, and share with your friends this awesome podcast that we're starting today. So I asked these two guys to come and talk about differentiating instruction with me. Um, so it's kind of a, a, an interesting topic, um, kind of can be bland or boring um, in differentiating instruction. But Scott, do you know anything about differentiating instruction at this time? I do not. Okay, Kevin, how about you? Do you got any idea? I know very little. So just thinking about the terminology and in differentiating instruction differentiate what does that mean what's the root word there difference you're, you're okay you're difference finding, okay yeah, difference of instruction right? between two things so yeah, when we're looking more. at the topic of differentiated instruction we're talking about a difference of instruction okay okay and how that can affect a student's ability to learn or to take in the the information the relevant information that we're trying to teach them so um, the topic of differentiated instruction I've, I've actually written a paper that's yet to be published but I, you know, I think Harvard or Yale is don't be knocking on the door after this podcast, of course. Um, we also have some other, some uh, we have an audience, so if they want to chime in at any time, uh, feel free. Uh, they have uh, some educational experience as well. Absolutely. Um, but you know, um, so the topic differentiated instruction that I've, uh, the paper that I wrote is, just, I'm telling you, it's an immaculate paper. If you you need it, just but just email me. I can send you this magnificent paper. Um, it has been read by my peers and they approve of it somewhat. Uh, I did get a little bit of a, a heckling from someone at, uh, we won't mention DH at uh, any point. I understand. So, um, but anyways, uh, differentiated instruction and my idea of, of trying to teach you guys about differentiated instruction is using a topic that you guys are familiar with, which is comic books, okay? So everybody knows who Batman is, right? Yeah. Do you guys know who Richie Rich is? I've Just heard of yes. him. I've heard of Just him. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. You've seen the movie, cartoon, I've something. Seen Comic the Netflix really cool. show. Okay. Yeah, you go. That's not Richie Rich. That's Archie. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. So, Richie Rich and Batman. Richie Rich. Uh, I equate differentiated instruction by comparing the two of Richie Rich and versus Batman. And the way I do that is I'm looking at the student's knowledge of those two subjects, okay? okay? So which one of those two subjects do you think students would know more about? Richie Rich or Batman? Batman. In general. Batman. Okay, Batman. Why? Why would they know more? Well, you don't really see Richie Rich in pop culture anymore. Batman is, True. is you know, relevant when it comes to movies, comic books, a lot, a lot of different venues. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Batman is all over the place. So marketing is a big deal, right? 
Absolutely. I would contend that you are correct, sir, that marketing does have a lot to do with it. But I argue that one of the reasons, uh, well, let's just compare them first before I get into my true argument. Let's compare Richie Rich versus Batman. Okay. Okay. So, Richie Rich, okay, is there any comparison? Is there anything that's the same between Batman and Richie Rich? Can you say, what is it, Scott? They are both. Thank you for raising your hand, by the way. But go ahead. Very wealthy. They're both very wealthy. Good job. Yeah. Thanks, Good job. Man. Yeah. You get an A plus on this sticker. Yes. All right. So yes, they're both very wealthy. Okay. What else? What else would be similar in Richie Rich versus Batman? Are there any others? They have adventures. They do have adventures. That's okay. True. Okay. What else? Uh, anything else that would come to mind with Richie Rich versus Batman? Thing that pops in my head is something dissimilar. I mean, Batman is an orphan. Richie Rich still had his parents. Sure. Okay. So those are all good points. Some of the points that I brought, I came up with were they both have access to limited resources. So you're rich, being rich is one thing. Both have successful comics in their own rights and have their, have been turned into television shows and movies. Okay. The concepts of the two characters of Richie Rich and Batman or Bruce Wayne appeal to audiences because there's that idea of what if. What if I had as much money as Richie Rich and Batman? What would I do? What would I do with it? And so I think that that has some type of appeal to all audiences you know those what ifs those questions and um and so those kinds of fanciful thought processes are what uh kind of garnered the interest of millions of readers over the years richie rich started out maybe batman started out in a comic strip as well but richie rich i know started out in, a, in you yeah, know newspaper comics yeah. and so um maybe that's what garnered those interests in hijinks and uh misadventures and things like that um however if you go to any school and you ask any student about Richie Rich or Batman, 99% of them are going to know a lot about Batman and very little about Richie Rich nowadays, right? That's true. Yes. So we've identified a couple reasons why they're similar. Why are they different? Why is Richie Rich and Batman diff different? Richie Rich is more like a cartoonish, lighthearted okay. adventure where you've got Batman. He's a vigilante. You know, he goes out and fights crime at night. Okay, well, let's just look at Bruce Wayne first before we get okay. to the Batman part of it. Okay, let's think about Bruce Bruce Wayne, the young Bruce Wayne, had his parents taken away from him at a young age. Right. Uh, so he was orphaned. He uh, lived with a guardian. Okay, so what else about Bruce Wayne, huh? That's, Anything? That's different than... Uh... The misadventures of Richie Rich versus the misadventures mm -hmm. of Bruce Wayne. What would What would that look like? Rich is more, more comical, more yeah, okay. lighthearted. Yeah. You know? Slapstick, I guess, comedy. Maybe, yeah. But or, or Bruce Wayne is gritty. Things always work yeah. out in the end for Richie Rich, right? Right. Yes. Okay. There's always oh, a, yeah. a happy rainbow at the end of the story. Or and something he's got like a whole that. cast of characters like the, the robot maid and mm -hmm. you know, all those other people around him that act as his like support system that make things happen. Yep. Kevin is very knowledgeable about Richie Rich. Let's just say that. All right. So good. Good job. Those are all good points. <laughs> but at the same time with Bruce Wayne uh, we've listed it he's an orphan um, he lives with a guardian life never does not work out in his favor other than he stays a rich person you know most for right. through most of the comic books right um, but uh, he faces hardship true hardships like yeah. almost real-world I would say almost real-world hardships like parents being taken away and going into the guardian system and things you know 
or going into foster care and stuff like that. And he's also less selfish than Richie Rich is. Richie Rich is pretty much by himself. Where sure. you've got Bruce Wayne actively being a vigilante going out and taking up the little guy. Sure. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I would say, and my argument here with differentiating and getting into differentiating instruction is that the appeal of Batman and Bruce Wayne is that Batman and Bruce Wayne is more relatable to real world. And I know Batman, the character, the superhero, is really hard to relate to the real world situation. But if you think of the character of Bruce Wayne and, and you know, all the characters around Batman, even, you know, the Robins and all that stuff, those are real world situations that are put into the comic book to appeal to the readers. And so, or into the movies to appeal to the, to the viewers. And I would think, uh, I pose that the kids are drawn more to Batman over Richie Rich and can regurgitate more about Batman than Richie Rich because of this more of a real world situation than Richie Rich's comic life. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So thinking about it from that perspective and that Batman or, or Bruce Wayne is a little more realistic than Richie Rich is. Um, and knowing that I want to teach kids about something, okay? So, like, if I want to teach kids about, um, I don't know, anything really, but I know that these kids are really into Batman or and they're not really into Richie Rich, which one of those two things am I going to use to try to instruct those students? Use them more relatable, so that would be better. The more relatable, right? So that's the whole concept of differentiating instruction is that you find what the kids are interested in and you try to teach to those strengths to input things uh, into your lesson plans as an educator that would uh, attract the interest of the students. And engage them. And engage them in, the, in, in, in actively learning the, the information. I'm going to get a lot more out of a student in teaching them using Batman in, in my, especially at the elementary school level or something like that. I'm going to get a lot more out of a student or a lot more interest talking about Batman than I would be talking about Richie Rich. And that's kind of the idea of differentiating instruction. Do you kind of yeah, get where I'm coming yeah, I do. from? I'll follow it. That makes sense. So, um, I know that's kind of thinking outside the, the box, um, but I know it works. I know that this type of think thought process works with differentiating instruction because I'm a product of it, as Kevin, my brother, uh, can attest uh, with me and with Scott, actually, is that I was an AB student growing up uh, in the elementary school and middle school, but I hated reading. Like, I did not like to read. Um, I would say up into the middle school ages, mom probably read a lot of my reading material to me so that I would memorize it and then regurgitate it the next day at school. Yeah. Okay, because I really didn't like to read. And even when I was first given comic books by you, Kevin, I would just look at the pictures, you know? And then in talking to you and you asking me questions about, hey, about this comic book, what, what you, what's going on? And I couldn't answer those questions and engage with you about the characters or whatever. Yeah. That triggered in me a need to know, well, what's going on in this comic book, really? You know, so I'd actually re- start reading words. And so you, Kevin, pioneered differentiated instruction in my life by introducing comic books and helping me learn to read. That's really cool. Yeah, so you didn't even know that, right? And you didn't know any concepts of differentiating instruction at this point. So Scott, would you agree with that? 100%, so you sound like you just described my story. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. So tell us about it. Well, that's exactly what happened. Uh, My mother noticed that I was having some issues with reading. 
and she hit up your mom mm -hmm. and said, hey, <clears throat> would Kevin help me? And that's exactly what happened. And that's where I was first introduced to the adventures of Snarf Quest. Yes. Snarf Quest. Snarf Quest. Really? That's what you started reading? Yeah. yeah. I think we, we were into uh, DuckTales or... We started out something with like all the Disney, yeah. Disney comics. Yeah, because yeah. Dad wouldn't let us get the violent comics. Well, right. Right. We could get Avengers yeah. or anything yeah. like that yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. So, and, we were isn't that something? Huh? Yeah, the we audience chiming in over here. Yeah, that was, but, uh, that was all you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, so differentiating instruction is that concept of of taking something the kids, getting to know the kids, number one, um, and, and taking something they're passionate about, something they're interested in, and using that to help them learn the concepts in the classroom. Okay, Is, am I right? Okay, would you agree? Okay, the two educators, in the, or two of the three educators, or all three of them, are saying yes, yes. At this so, point, if you don't, then. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, well, whatever. I'm confident in what I'm saying, so. Anyways, well, let me finish by saying uh, I understand the te that teaching is one of the hardest professions in the world. I truly do. I agree. Um, so many things go into teaching and facilitating learning. Many times by the time we ensure Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Do you all know what that is, Maslow's hierarchy nope. of needs? We'll have to go into that. So think about needs, shelter, food, things like that. All that has to be taken care of before you can even get into something that's called yep, Bloom's yeah. Taxonomy of, of Learning. You have to take care of the needs before you can get the kids to the point where they can learn. Right. So, um, you know, uh, teachers have to put all this, you know, they're faced with all this. They're faced with kids coming to the classroom uh, with the needs not met and having to fill their bellies at school, you know, or provide clothing for them or, or whatever. It happens, you know. So I get it. Teachers, it's hard. And for someone like me or someone in a professional development to tell a teacher, hey, you got to go back into your lesson plans and you got to tweak them and you got to add some stuff. You got to get to know your kids and individualize to that kid the instruction so that they're getting uh, the concepts that you want them to do. I get it. It's hard. I, as a young teacher, and somebody was telling me this, I would probably tune them out. I, I probably did tune them out. Well, I was an ag teacher too, so I didn't think certain concepts applied to that. But you know, in my naivete. Is that right? Now you take? No, yeah, no, that no, is no, a way. No, okay. Yeah. So um, I um, may not have been at a point where I would listen to this type of uh, help or this you type of conversation. Yet. I wasn't receptive yet. But for those of you teachers who are listening and who are receptive to these concepts, I would encourage you to use differentiated instruction and to think about that. Um, Arthur William Boyd says, True learning only occurs when you love the subject you are studying, and then the acquiring of the knowledge is effortless because it is also a pleasure. So as teachers, it's up to us to find a way to ensure that true learning is occurring in the lives of our students. Yes, it's hard. I understand it. Yes, it means more work. Yes, it means more time and effort. Think about this. What are the alternatives of not doing it? Who suffers? Today's world is all about change. We as teachers can embrace that call and strive to reach every student possible or we can choose to keep on working business as usual. But if we do that, are we holding true to the to the tenets uh, that brought us to teaching in the first place? So I appreciate you, uh, our audience listening today. It may only be one person listening out there, but I hope you uh, listened and you got something from it and uh, you can take something away and, and truly embrace the concept of differentiated instruction 
because uh, in my master's program recently that I got out of, I, I really fell in love with the concept and kind of finally understood uh, the importance of putting in that extra work uh, for the good of the students. So, again, thank you for the listening this week. Look for another topic next week. It may be something crazy again, but uh, just look at wherever you uh, get your podcast needs met. Uh, whatever platform you use, um, please uh, feel free to look and uh, and listen to us next week. Thank you again. Thank you guys for uh, thanks for inputting. having us. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So uh, again, these guys are. Uh, I'll put this plug in there. Uh, they got these guys are from the Hecklers Three podcast, uh, which is uh, soon to be worldwide. Just one of the best podcasts in the world. Famous. Uh, yeah. Crazy. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. So all the cool kids are listening to it. They are. They are truly. Yeah. Well. They're cool now, but probably in the 80s they were nerds. But anyways, um, but that's okay. Yeah, so cool the now, Hecklers though. 3, yeah. uh, check it out on your podcast uh, platforms, uh, wherever you get those those knees met. And uh, look, tune in again next week to uh, The Essential Educator and uh, learn some more information. Yeah. Thanks.